Good morning, everyone. Today is March 23rd. It's uh, Friday, and um, this is the Tea and the Porch Show. I'm Mike Smith, and I'm going to be going over non-duality and how to find present awareness in this podcast here today. So I've got some different ideas on how I'm going to do this. Today's program, we're going to focus on a little bit about looking at the world entirely different. So, actually, every single podcast I do is about looking at the world entirely different. So, that's what we're going to be doing. I tend to see the world in ways that most people don't. The average person out there is pretty much obsessed with trying to find a way to take care of the objects and the problems in themselves. They have a problem, they want to try to fix it so that they can get to a better place. I look at it as every place is beingness. Every place is the divine. So if everything is the divine, then where do you actually have to go? What has to be done? And this can be seen by looking directly at things and at the space between things, around things, and through things. And when you see it that way, then you realize that you, there's never any place to go. Nothing ever changes. It's, it's a way of seeing life in truth as it is. So before we get into that real deep like that, I'll tell you a little bit about the day I had and some interesting things that happened this week. So I woke up this morning and... I was up in Pennsylvania, and I'm hanging out with a friend, and I said to myself, well, I think I'm going to go look at some records at this beautiful record store up in York. So I uh, got some breakfast and some tea, and I did some poetry writing. And after I got my tea, I was thinking, you know, what what records do I want to look at? What, What am I looking to buy? I'm always looking for different Miles Davis albums. And there's a, there's a new band called, well, there's a band that I discovered called Calexico, which is like a Mexican um, jazzy, rhythm, funky kind of a band with horns. They're beautiful. And I thought, well, let's see if I can find some of their records in the store. And I was also looking for some old Willie Nelson. So these are in the back of my mind, and I decided to, to go over to the record store. It's called, and I'm going to give it a... I'm going to give it a couple of um, plugs here for the for the 10 listeners that do listen to this show. <laughs> and if you're one of them, thanks a lot. Um, so it's called Tom's Music. Tom's Music and Record Store. It's in uh, Red Lion, Pennsylvania. You go into the place and it's a holy wreck. He's got just stuff all everywhere. They are organized, and he knows where everything is. So if you ask him where something is, he'll go down and pull out a pile of Willie Nelson albums for you. Um, I couldn't find him. But he's got a ton of music there, tons of it. So I go into the store, and as I'm hanging out in there, he gets, and he's got a little drum set there, and he's busy putting posters up, and he's got some video playing, and and it's just me looking around at some different albums. And, and all of a sudden he starts getting on the drums and he just starts banging out these drum beats. And there's me in the store and maybe two or three other people. 
and I'm listening to the drum beats and he's trying different beats, little jazz beats, funk beats, and he's just playing, just kind of goofing around. I felt like I was in his basement or something. And so I looked at him and I said, um, I'll be back. And I went over into my car and I grabbed my flutes and I started playing um, some of my flutes. So I, I brought in my flutes and I, I, I showed it to him. He says, what? He says, what's that? He's a British guy. So he goes, goes what is that, mate? <laughs> he goes, show me what you got in that bag. So I, I opened up the bag and I've got the Native American flute. And I started, um, I started playing it for him. And then he put a beat to it. And next thing I know, it's an hour later and we've already recorded two songs that he's going to take home and put different rhythms to. Such a cool thing. So we're hanging out. We're jamming music. There's people in the store <laughs> coming in. As they walk in, I'm standing there with a flute in my hand playing these different beats. He's playing drums. He's trying to ring them up in between our songs. And then, um, you know, I, I grabbed a few records. And just as I took one more stroll around the store, I thought, well, let's see what else I can find. And right there in front of me, Sitting on some little corner shelf was the, the latest Calexico album. And I thought, oh, that's good. This thought came to my mind to get the Calexico, and now the Calexico is here. So this brings me to investigate something. Let's investigate some things. Thoughts appear. Dreams appear. Thoughts and dreams then manifest into what we call the real world. Is that true or not? Or is the real world the same substance as the thoughts and as the dreams? I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to tell you that they're all the same. Your dream world is the same substance as the awake world. And when I say the awake world, the world you wake up in the morning at you know, 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning, and you go, oh, it's Tuesday. That thought, it's Tuesday, is the same substance as whatever appeared in your dreams. A two-headed lion, whatever happened last night in your dream. The same substance, which means you're the same substance, which is, if you look deeply, you'll never find a you. You'll never find a mic. You'll never find a story. You'll just be space. There's emptiness there. Just space, a canvas for all things to land upon. So I had a thought, let's get a Calexico album, and the next thing you know, it manifested and appeared. So take a look at your life. How many times have that, has that happened to you? And when it does happen to you, you say, oh, deja vu, I've been here before. Well, it's not really deja vu. It's just that the reason you've been here before is because you've never left any place before. It's always the same. It's always the same place. It's the same canvas with new things appearing on it, new images, forms, and energies. These images, forms, and energies are all the same energy that you have always been. That's what it is. So you think a Calexico album, I want to get that. That comes in as a thought. Where does that come from? Space, energy. And the next thing you know, it appears as space energy as well. It's all happening at the same time. So we have the ability to have these things happen. Um, another thing to look at is, is the dream world different than the awake world? Is that different? No, it's not different. And does the awake world 
does the actual world of awakeness, like the tree that I'm looking at right now, is that tree there if I close my eyes? Or does the tree just appear when I open my eyes and manifest itself as a tree the moment that I open my eyes? Let's take a look at that real quick. Okay, you still with me? Um, maybe, I'm not sure if I finished my story or not about the Tom's music trade. Yeah, let me finish that up before we get into this. I went there, I bought the albums, and then I came home. There we go. That story's done. So that was a cool experience. So anyway, back to the tree. The other day, I had a dream. And in this dream, um, something happened which appeared to be outside the dream. And then the moment I woke up, woke up, I realized that whatever had happened outside the dream was not happening outside the dream at all. There was no outside. That it was being created the same moment it was be, being created in the dream. So let me give an example of how this works. Let's suppose that you are dreaming that a teapot is whistling. And in your dream, you have a teapot that's going on and the teapot is in the dream. And then all of a sudden you wake up. And when you wake up from your dream, you find that your teapot is actually whistling. You had put it on, you fell asleep, and now it's whistling. And it woke you up. So your common perception is, oh, I fell asleep, the teapot um, got warm, got hot, it started whistling, and then it appeared in my dream, and then that woke me up, and now I woke up to the teapot whistling, and it inserted itself into my dream. We had this idea that there was two, that there was me falling asleep, having dreams, and I would wake up, and the real world is here. Um, yeah, that's bullshit. That's actually not how that works. Think of it this way instead. See it this way instead. Investigate it this way instead. You are dreaming of the teapot in your dreams while you're asleep. The teapot goes off. When it goes off, you open your eyes and suddenly the teapot is created again. Now in the form of a denser energy. The teapot was not there when you fell asleep. When you woke, it was there. This comes from the understanding that matter does not exist. That things only appear upon the point of looking. So that the tree you're looking at does not appear until you look at it. So that whatever is behind you is not appearing until it's looked at. This is a huge different way of seeing life. However, it's the most beautiful way and most true way also. We can investigate this by actually looking and sensing and feeling what is happening. So you can feel the sense of a teapot when you're sleeping at night, it going off. And then when you awaken, that same feeling is there. That same feeling of the teapot is there. Nothing has changed. It's still appearing. The teapot then appears at that moment. There's been several moments where I've woken up and I've caught, I don't know how to say this, but I've caught the universe preparing and creating, but yet somehow it, it messed up. It didn't do it right, and I caught it in, in its form. Um, there's been several times where I've done that. I've, I've taken a turn around a corner, and I look up, and what used to be trees and a few houses on this one road suddenly were not there. It's almost like the images skipped things took place and uh, frames were missing, a 
upon that illusion as it took place. This has happened to a few friends, a few friends of mine as well. So everything that you're seeing then is part of the dream world too, which means that everything is oneness. It is you. It is simply this presence. This has been proven in scientific experiments. You can look up something called the double slit theory. Uh, the double slit theory is a scientific experiment where they took um, electrons and they did some amazing work with these electrons. Look it up. Watch the little cartoon video. You'll be blown away and amazed. As the scientists realized that the um, electrons were only appearing as solid objects when they were observed. And when they were not observed, they were not appearing as solid objects. So these are some amazing things to think about. You know, does the world exist when we fall asleep? My answer to that is no. Is the world then being created and existing the moment we think about it and create it? Yes. Are we thinking? No. There's no us that's thinking anyway. There's just this that is appearing. Just this that is appearing. So just like I went to Tom's Music Trade and everything appeared, the Colexico album appeared because the thought was there as well. It's one flow of happening is what it is. How many times have you um, had this experience? Look at your life. Observe. And always, always look at your life as if you've just landed here and you're observing what, what is happening. How is the energy moving? And in doing this, you'll then remove yourself from the traditional knowingness of, um, not the traditional knowingness, but you'll remove yourself from the traditional story of a you trying to fight life. There won't be, there's not a you and there's not life that's being fought. There's just life. And this life has created thought patterns. The thought patterns are tree, cars, Calexico album, singing teapot, and you. So the same thought that creates a singing teapot is the same thought that comes up that there's a you listening to it as an other. And there's no truth to that. There's no dividing line. So hopefully this makes a little bit of sense. Um, another simple way of looking at it is what, what is here? What's here right now? As I speak to you and you're listening to this little podcast, what, what do you hear? What do you sense between my words? What's there? What is picked up? What is around you? What is through you? And then also, look deeply at your name. Say, let's say your name is um, Sam or something, or Bill. Look deeply to see if Bill exists. And if you just get a, a presence of what is here, then look again, is, isn't everything already on that? Everything that's landing on this presence, isn't it already presence too? 
So the results of this are going to be freedom. And in this freedom, you'll see that, okay, presence is, is I'm presence. And everything I look at is presence. And that there is no me. Now the result of this is that you're supported. And you're loved. And this presence is supporting and love. And no matter what happens to, to the story, to this presence of you, no matter what happens to that, you're still in the in presence as presence. There's never a touching of this presence. This presence is never stained in any way. It's never hurt. It's never touched. So you can't lose. So you'll be supported, always, always supported. And you're never alone, because this is as everything. What happens is we, we get lost in We get lost like the ocean will get lost in a wave. We'll become Mike. Now Mike has a story and it becomes thought patterns. And it's very easy to do because we've been doing it for 30, 40, 50 years. And we've perfected it. We've been perfecting this illusion for so long. And as a young child, we really, really fight strongly to to see this illusion, to get into this illusion, to really, really get into the character. It's no different than an actor up on stage who's just really practicing, practicing his British accents in order to play the part perfectly. He's working to get into the illusion of the character. Well, we've spent a lot of time as a child getting into the illusion of Sally and protecting Sally. So how much time have we spent seeing pure truth? None, because it's never been taught to us. Schools, churches, parents do not teach this to us. They don't know it. They've been lost in the same illusion. So if you're listening to this podcast and you have enough balls to say, you know what, there's truth to this, and you're following it, and you're understanding it, welcome home. Totally welcome home to this. It's the message no one wants to hear, but everyone's looking for. So even, even your greatest teachers will fall into this at times. They'll fall into the character they'll turn into the wave. I'm saying this because I'm watching something on Netflix. It's uh, a documentary. I think it's a documentary. Um, it's called, I think it's called Wild, Wild World. And it's about Osho. And it's about his followers and how they went into an Oregon town and just took over. And they came in simply with him 
and had peace festivals and were sitting in meditation and were just feeling presence. And over time, it turned out to be a full-blown war against the town and against the county. And they got to a point where some of the followers and the, the, the one, his right-hand secretary, was trying to kill people. So they had gone so deeply into something that they had to continue to try to hold this something up. So they found peace in some way. Then perhaps there was a story of them finding peace. And then they had to protect and hold on to this peace. And it got to the point where they were ready to kill certain people, even people within their own commune, to protect this peace. Because somebody was trying to, I don't know, I think Osho was trying to commit his own suicide at some point with a doctor. And it's an amazing um, Netflix film. The point is, if there's a, a you that's hoping to hold on to peace and finding peace, that's not going to work. That doesn't, it doesn't work because then you end up like these people in the show where you end up saying, there's peace, now I have to do everything to hold on to it. No. Even, even the failure to hold on to peace is still present awareness appearing as that. So again, always go back to the, the canvas or, or the screen. Go back to the canvas and just continue to continue to always see the canvas as, okay, just this is happening. And that energy will shift, change, and move what's there. Just this is here. It's a beautiful energy. I'm not sure how the show ends. I'll have to watch the rest of it and see how it ends. It's an interesting... Um, it's an interesting thing. I'm going to read you something that I, um, that I wrote in this book. Um, I wrote this book, Opening Home. It's... It's a cute little book. It's on my webpage. I um I can't say I'm that happy with a book, but I I put my thoughts in there and use it as a teaching when I teach the seniors. So it is in the dying to self that we are born of eternal to eternal life. Now this comes from a, the Saint Francis of Assisi poem. It is the dying to self that we are born to eternal life. And I wrote um. Okay, so in this moment of here, right now, stop. Stop right now everything you're doing and sit here with me. And as we sit here, I would ask you, what is wrong with right now? What's wrong with the silence that's right here now? Okay, so this silence that's here, that's here it's everything. It's you. And it's the spirit of everyone you've ever known. This silence that you're sitting in is the same silence that Buddha, Christ, Krishna all sat within and are and is you. The silence is not empty. It's full of grace. It's full of peace. And there's an aliveness to it.
It has life. This silence permeates through all my words, through all sound. It is your home. Anything, anything else besides this silence and seeing it is an illusion of a path away from it. If you're not sensing, seeing, feeling, knowing the silence, then you're in an illusion far from it. The illusion is also it too, but the illusion is so strong you, you don't know it. So anything else is a path away from it. It's away from home. The thought of even going into character. Again, you go into character. Where are you trying to get to? If you're going into character, where are you trying to go to? You're trying to go to this. So you go into character. I'm going to get a job, career, make a ton of money, and get a big boat. So I can go out on the boat, go into the middle of the ocean, drop an anchor, and sit and feel this. Well, here it is right here. It just saves you 25 years of struggling and putting up with some dumbass boss. So feel this. Stay here and open to its fullness. There's no place better. There's no place more alive. There's no place that offers more openness, more home. All else is just a tiresome effort to hold up a cardboard sign. So don't toss your character out. No, keep your character. But be this as your character. The cake has no desire be the icing. This is your truth. So just as the sky knows it's boundless, so do you. There's nothing you need to do to open to this. It's appearing right through you now without even having to think about it. And even with a chaotic mind, it appears. Even in pure chaos, you'll be able to still see this. You'll see this presence. Open your hand and surrender. Let go and be here as this. So that's something I... Um, that's a little piece I wrote. I think I may have read that before, but I wrote that at the um, Grotto de Lourdes. It was in the rain. It was a rainy day, and I was up there by the uh, statue of St. Francis of Assisi. It was beautiful. And I wrote those, those words just came through me. Um, those are the words of home, the home that is here. So if you're listening to these podcasts and you're suddenly realizing this, wow, this is really... I'm getting this. I'm sensing this. If that's happening, then you'll, you'll start seeing a, a you that will start disappearing. This you will start fading away. Um, it'll still be there if somebody calls your name and says, Hey, Bob! You'll turn and you'll look to them and you'll just, Yeah, hey, well, how's it going? And you'll get into a conversation with them and you'll go, da 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 and you'll talk about stuff and you might go out and have a beer and have some wings and do stuff like that. And then you get home and you might sit and think about it and think where is where's that memory of, of everything you just did last night and you look back at that memory and suddenly now the entire memory of everything that you ever did is just presence 
You can do this now. You can take a memory of something you did 10 minutes ago. Sitting and listening to me read a book, where's that memory now? It's, it's just presence. The reason it's just presence is because when it appeared, it was just presence too. So all of these. Now if you want to hold on to a character thinking that something is in the past and that that and then hold on to the past as if it's still something that is alive you can do that that's exhausting though so not only are you trying to keep this character alive now here you're also trying to keep an entire story behind you because it always seems like it's on the left behind us you're trying to keep that alive and going Wondering, you know, well, what's this person doing now? What's that person doing now? You know what they're doing now? They're not even there. They're not existing because you're not thinking about them. They're there as the presence. Now, the beauty is they will appear when you think about them. And they will appear. <laughs> They'll appear when you see them. See how simple this is? My son does not appear until I see him. <laughs> People go, well, that's so simple. That's so deep. That's so dumb. It's so true. <laughs> My daughter does not appear until I see her. <laughs> so what are they doing now? What is my daughter doing now? I can think, oh, she's driving to work to go work at a pizza place. And then I can call her up and say, what are you doing, Valerie? And she can say, I'm going to work at a pizza place. Oh, why is that? Because this is what I'm seeing now. Prior to that, she was just space movement going through. Her form is still there, but yet her thought patterns are space and movement. It's a very deep subject. Very amazing. Very beautiful. The key is to not fret about what is truth and what's not truth, but rather look at your own truth. Look at what is here. What is happening. What is felt. So when you look at objects and you look at life as energy, are you seeing that and are you feeling it? And with all of this, you can take a look at all the issues and the problems that you're dealing with. So let's take a look at issues and problems. Do they have to be fixed? No. Nothing has to be fixed. That means you're trying to get something to a better place. Does anything have to be said in order to fix something? If something needs to be said, it'll just be said. It'll happen. How many of you have said to somebody, I love you, I want to marry you? And then years later have said, I want a divorce. How many of you have thought about those things and said, where did that come from? How did that happen? I don't understand it. Because there's no you that control it. It just happens. These things take place. As in all of life does. As in, I'm not sure what I'm going to do today. And then I think I want to get a Colexco album, and then you end up down at the record store, and next thing you know, you're jamming and playing music in the middle of a record store? Come on. I didn't plan that. And then you put on your way out, there's the Colexico record. Wow. The universe is supporting me and just throwing all these beautiful things at me. 
This is amazing. So for today, just allow this flow to take place. And for today, unlearn everything you've learned. Don't tell anyone. Just experience it. Look at things as energy, as presence. Hear things as presence, as silence. Touch things. Touch things as presence, as the knowingness of these. And go play. and Have a hell of a great time. This is your dream, your world. And own your name. You can be your name. Enjoy it. And have feelings. And have desires. And follow these feelings and desires. And care. And be pissed off if something's not going right. Allow that anger to come through you. But be the canvas and the energy at all times. There's a fine line. You don't want to just sit and say, oh, I'm everything, therefore I'm going to do nothing. That gets you nowhere. That's not fun. But rather sit for a moment and say, I'm everything, and now let's go play. I'm everything. Let's go. Let's go have some fun. Let's go dance and play music and talk to people and connect and love and express from the heart fully everything you possibly can be because it's all you. That's the way to live. And then you can end up doing whatever you want. And you'll be supported. This supports you. You're not alone. All right. I've done enough rambling. If you're hearing cars around me, it's because I'm parked doing this recording. So we're at about 30 minutes right now. So, um... Enjoy your week, and I hope this helps in some way, and I hope you um, felt, sensed, and, and stepped with me a little bit in this. Enjoy. I'll talk to you later. Goodbye.